Before we begin our podcast, we'd like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land we're recording on. For Cass, it's the Borogagal people, and for Haley, it's the Dharawal people. It's been a really, really long week. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been a really long week. Welcome to Drag Me Out Official. I'm Cass. And because I didn't win the lottery last night, I'm Haley. Sorry. <laughs> and I'm Shazza Stone, D Drag. <laughs> so, so Haley, y- your balls didn't drop? Not the ones that I needed. All right. <laughs> Another that unsuccessful surgery. All right. <laughs> uh, Anywho, how was your week, Shazza? I'll start with you. Okay. It hasn't been bad, but it's just been like very odd, I would say. Like it's just been like, I would say over the past probably like month or so, it's been some really like weird shit, but like, Good weird shit, but also weird weird shit. Mm-hmm. And the best way, like best way to describe it. This week, I did two um, jobs that were uh, TFP. I'm not. Did I mention that last time? What is it? What TFP is? So TFP is um, trade for print, um, which in the makeup industry we is basically like doing free work for content, um, okay. and also gaining your skills. Anyway, so I was doing two TFP jobs. Um, they were both brilliant, but like the entire time I was trying to find parking, like both day, like both days. And I'm not sure if you guys have been to Fitzroy here, but it's absolutely fucking shit to try and find parking in Fitzroy. Yeah, it's Fitzroy. So, yeah, well, like, it's it's the worst place to park in Melbourne, next to Docklands. Um, but like in general, like it kind of stuffed with me because like. I'd had to park like nearly two kilometers away from the actual venue that I'm working in. So I had to walk all the way down Brunswick street, all the way down, then turn, then turn back to try and get to the venue. And it was just like on those incredibly hot Monday and Tuesdays. So I was anyway, yes, Kenneth, hi. How was your week? This episode's definitely going to be longer than an hour because I've had a week and then some. <laughs> No one wants to hear about it. Just cut it down. It was all right. <laughs> uh, Saturday night, around midnight, I was rushed into hospital with chest pain. Yeah. And at minding my own business, getting some shit done. On the morph. She was on the morphine. She was getting it in the drip, loving life because oh. the pain was going away. They rushed me in straight away into recess. And as soon as they found out it wasn't my heart, they no, bitch hasn't got a heart. They <laughs> they put me into the regular fucking emergency part, <laughs> not where the special people are. I had three nurses and a doctor like with me the whole time while I was in recess. And then as soon as I went, oh, it's not a heart. They just went, oh, I fucking put the bitch out in the garden with everybody else. And so it says I get... here that it's frozen. <laughs> My heart's frozen when your heart's not open. Uh, so then they thought it was a blood clot in my lung. And I'm there at the hospital with my mum because the missus had to stay at home with the dogs. And the whole time I'm going, 
Oh, I should probably quit smoking a bit of blood clot in my lung. Eh? <laughs> should probably just quit smoking anyway, but moving on. And then oh. get off the cross. Someone needs the wood, sweetheart. <laughs> so then uh, they thought it was a tear in my aorta. Uh, hence the fact that we now know that I have a heart because, you know, but it, it just turned out that a gallstone was dislodged, which is fine because I'm going into surgery on the 27th of March anyway. Anyone want to come and visit? I'm going to be at Northern Beaches Hospital on the night of the 27th of March. Oh, but here was the best part, right? So we had to wait for, I had to do a CT scan mm-hmm. and we had to wait for the CT scan. Now, I had the CT scan at about three o'clock in the morning and we didn't get the results until 11 o'clock in the morning because they outsource it to another country for the specialist to look at the uh, the scan and send the report in. We're hearing people going like, we just want the results. Hopefully we can go home. And they're going, oh, you know, we're still waiting for reports from uh, CT scans from 11 o'clock the night before. And so because my situation was a little bit more serious and we needed to know whether or not it was a blood clot or the tear, mm-hmm. they they finally got it. And the doctor's going, we've seen the scan and we don't think there's anything wrong, but a specialist has to look at the, and he used the word minutia, right? And um, so they finally, they sent me home with painkillers, but I was on the morphine for 12 hours. I was loving everybody (laughs) and talking about this podcast quite a lot. (laughs) So the lovely Haley. I'm not going to say gave because I will be giving her money for it, has technically sold me a PS4. I'm not a video gaming person at all. I'm not. But, you know, sometimes it's important to try new things. And so she was like, trial it. And if you want it, we can talk. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, we'll get it. And then today I went to a games place and I bought two games. Stop impressing Scott. (laughs) Mm-hmm. And the, <laughs> I was telling my wife, and she just went, idiot. And I went, I literally found like the pre owned games, and I was going through them. I picked up two, and I'm looking at them. And of course, I'm with my mum, who's got no fucking idea about video games. Like, I don't either. And I walked up to the guy at the counter, and the lovely guy at the counter, he goes, Can I help you? And I went, <laughs> I had the two games in my hand, and went, Can I kill people? <laughs> I just want to kill people. Can I kill people with this? <laughs> and, he's, and he's just like, Yeah. I mean, like, and then I noticed as I was showing it to him, I noticed I went, one of them's a one or two player game. And he goes, yeah, you can have two players. I went, can I kill my wife on this game? <laughs> and he's like, yeah. And I went, sold. <laughs> I want to kill people. <laughs> and I'm saying it really loud in the EV games. And like these people are just like, looking at me going, what the fuck's wrong with you? And I'm going, I want to be able to kill people. I want to drive cars and kill people, but I don't want Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> I mean, that's and- the one. Great game. Go to yeah, but I just want to be able to either drive a car and do like fastest lap or whatever it is, hmm. or I want to kill people. And one of the ones that I chose, he goes, you actually get the choice to walk past the people, or if you don't like them when you walk past them, put a couple of caps in their head. And I went, sold! Yeah. <laughs> so, Hayley, mm-hmm. I know you don't like to talk about your work. I know you like to talk about your musings, but how's your week? Okay, so... I'll talk about my week this week because I was speaking to you about it when I was going, but I had a facial this week and 
I probably have one maybe like once every six months, you know, just, just a little like squeeze the shit out of my face. Let me start from scratch and go on. Like I take all right care of my skin. So I'm not, you know, I'm not one of those ones on TikTok that sit there for hours and do skincare, but I do the, I do the bare minimum. But anyway, so I'll, I'll talk you through my spa experience. Very ASMR. As soon as you arrive, you're greeted by ladies in white linen. Come in, please. Come in through the door. Come and sit down. Drink your dirty leaf juice and have a stale biscuit. You're listening to some Tibetan throat music. The mixture of Eurovision hits. Because you have no oh, idea what they're saying. escape if I wanted to. <laughs> so I got the I got the signature facial, and that meant that I got an angel someone, card to keep. Someone took a right? pen to your face and signed their name. Signature <laughs> facial. Okay. So I got an angel card that I got to choose and keep. I just picked a random one. This is what I got. This is, I got to take it home. So this is, I'll show, uh-huh. I'll show the cameras. But it says. Yeah. You know you can do it. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, so, you know, the, the cards were in my favor. And then I got to choose from a large dish of, I'm going to say rocks. Apparently they're crystals, but I'm going to say rocks. So I got to keep this crystal. It's a little. Little black crystal. Is it, Mold- is it Moldavite? Moldavite. No, I don't know. Is it Moldavite? No, I don't. I don't know. Okay. Um, it looks like one of those so, like Bunnings um, pebbles. <laughs> yeah, like I feel like they just polished a couple of those yeah. and yeah. then, yeah, just washed them off. Like anyone who's had a facial, I feel that you spend most of the time listening to them rifling through drawers. <laughs> yeah, the... Yeah, like the yeah that that shit, um, and you don't want to open your eyes because you don't want to like break the relaxation of the whole thing, and like it was it was good. I, look, I'll get into my pancreas moment about it, but that's that's where this is leading. But you know, I just they don't talk above this, and afterwards you get your you get some more dirty leaf juice with a stale biscuit full of like raisins and cornflakes. It was disgusting. And you could just sit out and I got eaten alive by bugs because it's out in the bush. And that was nice. And then I had to pay like $300. Here you go. Here's my money. Oh, I mean, I think the thing is with me in facials is my, like, I like them and they are good for your skin. But a lot of places overcharge you for what they are. Like, yeah, it's the experience you're paying for a lot of the time. You know, yeah. it's if it's in nature, if it's in an environment that's so relaxing and so unique and so, you know, comfort. it's like where this is. It's like being in Bali, like they've yeah. decked it out Bali style. So um, there were drunk Aussie tourists around. <clears throat> probably. Okay. <laughs> I was there. So. You got any, you can you see any bintang? <laughs> <laughs> I actually pay for that kind of facial because I've loved You actually you actually reminded me I actually did two other things today alone. So 
I got my legs waxed by the lovely Anestra. Um, and that was, that was wonderful. It was its typical thing, but I I don't mean to take your part in it, Hayley, but I got my hair cut today, uh, at the same place with Sergio, uh, but it wasn't with Sergio today. It was, and she introduced herself this way. It is not me being racist, Svetlana, who was moving my head around like I was an East German gymnast who had a neck muscle strain. She was throwing my head around like you wouldn't believe. <laughs> I literally, yeah, it was kind of like that. But I kind of, I actually had to do this at one point. I went, Can you just go a little bit more gentle, gentle please, Svetlana? Um, uh, can you? And she has, and she has, she goes, Don't you worry. <laughs> Let me show you. Totally forgot. Anyway, I digress. Please, I didn't mean to interrupt you, Haley, but uh, I totally forgot. I totally forgot Svetlana. And then, okay, so going back to my musings, because yes. I'll get it, I'll get more into the facial pancreas moment um, later on. I decided to look up stuff about Brussels because I f- we have a lot of listeners from Brussels because that's where the the podcast statistics and the analytics actually tell us like where they're being downloaded and. We've got a few followers in Brussels. Not sure why. Reach out, guys. Send us comments. Why? I think. Um, and Brussels, of course, is in Belgium. It is mm-hmm. in Belgium. It is the so capital speak, of Belgium. Yes, they speak, they speak Flemish. Excuse me. This is yes. this is my musings. Sars. They they mostly speak French. They speak Flemish, Dutch, and some parts speak German. And then fun facts. There are two types of Belgian waffles. So there's Brussels waffle and the liege waffle. Brussels waffle is right angled corners, bigger than the other waffles. It's crunchy on the outside, area and lighter on the inside. And liege waffles has no right angled corners. It's not country from the outside. It's doughier and sweeter. Fun facts. Brussels sprouts have been grown in Belgium for over 700 years. Hence, are they called Brussels? I love and Brussels sprouts. Brussels International Airport is the world's largest chocolate selling point because apparently they love their chocolate. And Brussels also has 138 restaurants per square mile. It's a lot of restaurants. Fun facts. Yeah. About Brussels. I love that you like you had all this prepared. You're like, I've got facts about Brussels. <laughs> yeah, I have to I have to get my musings. Sometimes they just come to me and I'm like, you, you know what? I'll talk yeah. about Brussels because I have no idea about Brussels. So we are now bursting our pancreas. Oh, my pancreas. So uh, the lovely Shazza, mm-hmm. what's bursting your pancreas this week? In Melbourne, the traffic has been absolutely fucking horrendous since forever. But um, it's gotten worse now because, we, you know, with the announcement of like the 40,000 concerts that are coming up. Mm-hmm. So today, people are queuing up for the Harry Styles concert in the city. And there, there are quite like I I agree about like queuing up for concerts, but do not go there like three days ahead of time, because it fucked with traffic all week. And I don't mean to yell, but when you're what is going the con- deal with people camping out now? I don't I don't get it. You got tickets? If you got tickets, yeah. what's going on? Because I'm guessing that some is standing. I guess and you're right. Whoever gets yes. first in first gets to stand at the front. Right, yeah, that makes sense. Well, then don't just get put, just put fucking season, don't do the standing room thing. But anyway, yeah, we yeah. digress. 
Yes, I don't think it is. Um, no. <laughs> we. we. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, point being, like, I, I get it, but three days is just stupid. And when you're trying to get to and from, like, when, like, you know, as, as one of the only gays that hasn't gone to a pride, um, I know, chaotic, um, because I'm um, working. Um, <laughs> the traffic hasn't actually improved, and I thought it would because, like, a majority of gay Melbourne has just gone to Sydney. But no, turns out the straights drive to, it's actually made traffic anywhere in the city take like two to three hours to, to leave. So for like Wednesday, Thursday, and today, um, it has taken me nearly two and a half to three hours to exit the CBD. Wow. The mm -hmm. CBD. You know Melbourne CBD. It's not that big. Like it's yeah. big, but it's not huge. Yeah. yeah. Like, Usually I'd be fine with that, but this entire week, like I've had a backup of like assessments and everything. And like, yes, I know this is a bit of complaining in addition to pancreas, but um, <laughs> just venting. Anyway, so we're up to Cass's pancreas. Have we finished? Have we finished we... with your pancreas? Oh, she's talking oh, yeah. about Tyler. Oh yeah, yeah. I just, I just started. <laughs> we digress. I, I, I digressed. <laughs> so basically, no one go and see Harry Styles. Fuck off. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Full stop. Oh, when I went out with my mother today, um, something happened and I went, oh, that reminded me of something that happened the other day. i got to remember this. So we're in, we're back to driving car parks, shopping centers, blah, 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 blah. So I was the passenger for a change, which was nice. Ooh. And so as we were driving out, this woman, a, a car made a stop, so it was fine. But this woman was walking and this is where I went, I need to remember this. This happened to me a couple of weeks ago. So you're in the uh, car park at the shopping center or wherever. Mm -hmm. And they, they can see you're driving and they walk out in front of you. Or they come out from after they've parked the car. It's almost like an ambush. Like you're just driving, minding your own business, doing the eight kilometers that are always indicated on the sign. And so, um, so this guy the other week walked out, scared the shit out of me. I'm sure put 10 years on my life because I was driving. He walked out and went, oh. like, <laughs> and once I realized that everything was okay. And you know what, what the worst part was, because it goes back to like, stop walking with, with your fucking phone. He had his phone in his hand. Mm -hmm. And then when I realized that he was probably okay enough for me to take on in a car park. That's when I had the guts to roll the window down. And I went, next time I'm not stopping. <laughs> <laughs> so just be careful because it could be me in the car park. I won't fucking hesitate. I will not think twice before putting my foot on the accelerator instead of the brake. But also something else happened and I feel I'm about to out myself. It happened. I bitched about it in one of the episodes here. And then it happened, but it happened to a school kid. So I don't feel that bad. I was walking into the office on the Monday. I had, my back, I had my backpack on and I swung around and hit a kid with my backpack on. <laughs> <laughs> and my first thought was, oh no, I'm actually a perpetrator. <laughs> I'm going to have to put the guilty sign above you again. Go I know, on. right. But because the, the chest is still feeling a bit tighter or anything, 
the idea of taking the backpack off and putting it back on wasn't very appealing. But what was happening was I was putting something in the bin and I swung around and this kid went, like, and I realized, I went, did I just hit you with my backpack? And he goes, yeah. And I went, oh, sorry, mate. And he's like, oh, that's okay. And I went, oh, no, I'm guilty. As long as you apologized, that's fine. I did apologize. I, I, I did because I was aware as soon as I hit him, there was resistance on the Buster. <laughs> and then I just kind of went like this. I, mean, I feel like I should be having a go at myself. I was just bitching about this. He's just got the buckle, the buckle imprint on his face. <laughs> and the kid was probably maybe 12 or 13. <laughs> and I was, and he was a short kid. So now it's all in perspective now because remember Lars with the backpack hit me in the face. I hit the kid in the face because he was like, well, Gibbity hasn't said in yet. He hasn't had his growth spurt. I smacked him full laptop. God knows what. It's just boof in the face. Like, I'm so sorry. While hysterically <laughs> laughing at him. No, 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 no. I was really, because as I said, I, I knew I hit something. Mm-hmm. And then I saw the kid behind me and I did I just hear him in my backpack? And he's like, yeah. And I went, I'm so sorry. He's like, it's okay. <laughs> you can always see the stars. You can always see the stars and the little birds. <laughs> so in summation, <laughs> don't walk out from a fucking parked car while I'm trying to drive through a car park at the shopping center. Jesus Christ. And look out for Cass's backpack. I can't believe I did it. <laughs> but Haley, mm-hmm. what is um, irritating slash miffing slash upsetting slash bursting your pancreas? So how I got so I got the voucher for the facial. So how I got the voucher was we had a school fundraiser and I purchased a fifty dollar lucky dip. And I got a $75 voucher. So I got $25 off. But you can't get anything under 180 at this place anyway. So I was already going to be outlaying cash. So really I only got $25 off. Anyway, my point is on the voucher, so they've been super busy since COVID because they've obviously had to reduce the amount of people that they can have in rooms. They've had to, you know, they – um sanitize every room so they've had to space people out a bit more and that means less clients and whatever they make enough money I know the people who own it they make enough money anyway my thing is on the voucher it had a specified date that it expires which is another thing that annoys me but anyway and it also had I could only use it between Tuesdays and Fridays I I don't understand how businesses get away with stipulating when you can use a voucher that you've paid for. So regardless if I got it for a gift or I got $25, but I've had vouchers from them before and it's still stipulated that you could only use it between Tuesdays and Fridays. Obviously, they, I think they're closed Sunday, maybe Mondays and maybe they're open Sundays. I'm not sure. But obviously Saturdays is their busier day. However, it's still the same currency. I've actually prepaid you for a service. 
And I know restaurants sometimes do this where you can only use that voucher specifically, like not on a Friday or a Saturday night. Like, how is that legal? Like, how is that okay? When I've already paid you for a service. Hmm. I mean, if you've already paid for it, no, that isn't really something that they should dictate. But I get if if you're a smaller business, like if you're someone that's like, you know, you're not getting like, like say you were a a company providing tools or something versus a company that's selling candles. If you're the company selling candles, I could get a few business days where you're not working. But if you're a spa or you're a hairdresser or you're a bar, or maybe not a bar, but a restaurant, like that's not really justifiable in that scenario because it's a service industry. It should be available every but day. That's, that's like saying I'm going to go to, I'm going to go to a store and I'm going to buy a voucher for somebody, but then you could only shop at that store between the, the hours of 1 PM and 2 PM Monday to Friday. Like it's, it's stipulating when I can spend the money that I've already spent uh, but technically they're losing money on it, right? So what they want you to do is they want you to fill the spots in their downtime days. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But technically, okay. Regardless of say, say someone just bought me the voucher. It wasn't a voucher from the school, but say someone just bought me the voucher. Technically they're not losing shit. No. They've already been paid no, but for that service. Not, yeah. But you're not occupying their premium times yeah i know like i understand why they do it i just don't understand how that is legal like and even with the expiry dates like i have paid you for something yeah the expiry dates yeah absolutely because if you don't fulfill it at the end of the expiry date they've copped 50 bucks for doing absolutely nothing absolutely nothing yeah i just don't agree with expiry dates on gift cards or like any sort of gifted service because I mean, I get it if it's like a five, 10 year expiry, that's like, that's your own fault if you haven't gone there there in that time. But if it's something that like, this is only valid till next year, it's like, like, you know, or it's valid for three months. Movie cinemas do it now with the vouchers. So it used to be like six or 12 months, whatever it is. And because of COVID, they were like, people were kicking up stinks in a big way. So now it's a three year and I'm okay with the three year. If I haven't gone to the movies in three years, you know what? Take my fucking money. But yeah, still, like, like, how is that legal? You've taken the service. You've taken the payment for yeah. a service that I'm paying you. I should be able to attend whenever the fuck I want. Yeah, but what if, okay, so what if you, I I, I mean, I'm not being argumentative or anything, but let's say, let's just you say are, you buy no, no, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, we're trying to work it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So let's just say, let, let's use the movies, for example, all right? You buy your $25 voucher, which is one ticket, and the price of the movies go up to $30 12 months later. Mm-hmm. All right. So you're using the $25 you're utilizing the seat at $25 instead of a seat they could sell for 30. But that's not how gift vouchers work at the movies. Um, I'm because you would have to pay that extra $5. You pump in yeah. that, that code to like, it. it's different when you get vouchers like 
like through an email, like you just, you sign up for something and they give you a 10% discount or whatever it is. And you can only use that 10% discount on lunches or dinner because you're getting it for free. You actually haven't paid anything for it. My argument is, is they should not be able to dictate when I want to spend that money. So the things like, um, what was it? Toy, toy, was it toy world? Something went into receivership. I can't Toys remember. Are us. Toys are us. And people are like, oh, the vouchers. I'm like, well, go spend it. Hmm. Grab your voucher and go and spend it before they shut down. They're giving you a warning. Hmm. Go and spend it. Don't fucking bitch about it. Oh, but I don't want to. That anything. was no. the big problem that Dick Smith had. Yeah. Dick Smith had that where people were, had bought vouchers and then the company went bust and they're going, hmm. I've got hundreds of dollars in vouchers. I've given out and people are going like, we've got thousands of dollars of vouchers out here and you don't exist anymore. Hmm. We've given we've given you the money. Give us our money back. And I don't think everyone got their money back, or they got a percentage. I can't remember. But well, anyway, bankruptcy. Yeah, because there's, there'd be something. Them out. Yeah, yeah, there'd be there'd be a stipulation in there to say. Oh, yeah, but I don't much. think they got the whole amount. I think no. they got. I think they got a percentage, like seventy five percent or something. But I mean. I completely understand where you're coming from. There, there should not be an expiry date on, because basically what the voucher is, is it's money without being currency. Hmm. It's, it's basically. Not like, it's not a dollar. It's not like a dollar note. Yeah. It's just a piece of paper that says this is worth a, a $20 note and a $5 note. It's like hmm. an IOU, a service for the service that you've paid for. Or has been paid for. for yeah. It's yeah. already in your bank account. It's already in. Like paid service. It's a paid, yeah. I just, I don't, yeah. It annoys me. Yeah. I suppose it's kind of like, um, it's the kind of scenario like if you miss a flight, it's your own fault. But if the flight has been delayed, they shouldn't be charging you to stay at a hotel or something in the meantime. It's that same concept of, you know, like you've already paid for it. So you're paying for that accessibility and you're paying for that service or whatever it may be. Yeah. So there shouldn't be an expiry on that, except ex- except one maybe a long term. You know, as we were saying before, like with the five to ten years. But even then, again, five years is, you know, if you don't get to that store in five years, I feel that's your own point. Not like yeah, that's your yeah, own yeah, fault. Yeah, that's years, yeah, that's like, a, that's definitely a you problem. Or yeah. you know what? If, could be the business's company problem. If you're not turning up for five years, there's something wrong with the business. But anyway. Yeah, yeah, like I feel like I'd be happy with a five-year expiry. I think mm-hmm. that's fine. This place only had a three-month expiry, but they had a three-month no. wait list. No. No, you're right. There's something illegal there because basically what they're going, three-month wait list and three-month expiry, we're going to take the money and you're not getting shit from us. Well, to be fair, like I did email them and be like, look, you know, I need to book an appointment because you can only do it online. I think there is a phone number, but I, you know, I'm a millennial. I don't like to speak to anyone. So, yeah. So they said, don't worry about the expiry date. That's fine. You've given us the voucher number. That's fine. However, like how far would they make that exception for somebody? What if they came a year later and didn't realize there was a three month wait? Like I didn't know, but anyway, under consumer law, I just don't understand how they're allowed to do that. Well, we need to investigate that and then call mm. them out with the new chick on a current affair. Who's the new chick? Is, is yeah, it Alison Langdon? She was on, um, uh, what's the douchebag's name? Carl, Carl Stefanovic. 
She was um, on the whatever that show is on Channel Nine, the Today Show. Um, mm-hmm. she was on with him, and then she left. Well, anything working away from Carl Stefanovic is a, like a, a better position. But anyway, that, that guy just leaves a lot to be desired, right? He's kind of like um Kyle Sandbones as well. It's, it's the same sort of. It's the epitome of the white man being able to do whatever the fuck he wants it's, and yeah. still being able to be employed. And mm. fucked his wife over and did it in front of the whole country. Yeah. And we and we as a country are like, but it's Carl. But it's He's Carl. okay. And, let's, mm. and Channel 9 are like, let's just bring him back and we'll make him like, part- fuck off. Pancreas bursted. Now, a quick word from our unsponsored sponsors. Do you want to go to sleep with a different celebrity every night? Do you ever think of smothering someone but your pillow is too basic? Then we have the perfect pillowcases for you. Hero Huggers by Rennie. Hero Huggers by Rennie encourages testing on animals. According to the scientists at Drag Me Out University, they have proven results that people who purchase Hero Huggers by Rennie improve their sleep by 83.768%. Phones are ringing off the hook with orders, so get yours now. Or alternatively, go to Hero Hookers by Rennie on Etsy. Sleep soundly knowing your heroes are right next to you. Hero Hookers by Rennie, where heroes lie. Now animals were harmed during the making of this commercial. No one had dragged me out official as a science degree, but they have watched things about Scientology. No research has been done to support these statistics except our own biased opinion. Pillow not included. So, uh, this week... I got to choose the movie. Yes. And I chose Stage Mother. Roast or toast? Uh, because we are in Pride Month. Wait, this is the first time I said it. Uh, we're in Pride Month and I decided that a drag-centric, homosexual-style ally-type movie would be very good for young Haley to sink her teeth into. So it was Stage Mother. Haley, what did you think of it? So for those of you who haven't seen it, um, it's basically about uh, Jackie Weaver and her son dies um, due to a drug overdose and he owned a gay bar or a drag bean bar. And so she inherits that and she's from the Southern Baptist. So she was very estranged from her son, but still loved him. Her husband's a fuckwit. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, it was sad because I have two sons. So it hit home and hopefully one of them will be gay. Crossing my finger. Um, so... Oh, or just a drag queen. He doesn't even have to be gay. Just, just be a drag queen. There so are I wrote down three quotes that I liked. The first one was when the entourage guy, because I can't remember his name, he's like, oh, you stormed in. She's like, I don't storm, I flounce. Yeah. Um, oh, it was also in 2020. I forgot to mention that. In 2020. Um, and then she wrote, or she said, um, I'm a Southern Baptist choir mistress, different songs, same divas, some of the same wigs too. And then, oh, those pants are so tight. I can see the promised land when she's talking to Lucy Lou. 
Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my favorite one um, in the entire thing is um, the, the guy says, like, I'll get, like, I'll figure out what you're up to, you conniving bitch. And she was like, I'm not conniving, I'm a schemer. I'm, I'm a, a schemer. schemer. <laughs> yeah, I'm a scheming bitch. I'm a scheming like, bitch. I'm not a conniving bitch, I'm a scheming bitch. Yeah, so hard at that one line. Like when I first watched that movie and I heard that, I was like, "Okay, you're fierce. I like you." Yeah, she's great. Um, look, it was a good movie. It was a little Mm -hmm. bit sad. Like it wasn't. It had its moments, and I think I'll give it my rating. Okay, I'm gonna give it four and a half toasts, and it lost half a toast because it made me sad. (laughs) That's fair. And I like, wasn't expecting that. I was going into it like funny. Yeah, but, drag movie, and then it was like, oh, straight yeah, away. Like domestic violence, a little bit of drug. It really touched on it and on the subjects very gently as well. It didn't just jump like it didn't just go, here's heroin. You know, yeah. it just went like yeah. it eased us into that. Like we obviously we had the initial part and the like the first part, but it just like oh the first part like that's what made me cry the most like mm. it was like I'm going to see my son you know um, and I was just like <laughs> like that one bit I was like the fact that like you can tell she cares and all of that like it yeah. just really like it it's really emotional in that one bit but then the rest of the movie is actually really reasonable like in regards to it actually yeah it just sort of puts you in that mindset that like you know no parent should ever have to bury their children. And then that's mm. what made me sad. So that's why I lost half a star. And that's exactly it. But then half a like, toast. I love like the way that they get closer, like through the entire film. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh I'm like, and then it's like it's like surrogate son, but actual son. Like, you know, because they yeah. weren't ever married, but Yeah. It's just like, oh can I say the one thing that made me bore my eyes out was he wanted to wait for his mommy to get married. And I was like, no. oh. <laughs> I was just like that is not, you know, like oh, I'm a, I like this movie when I first watched it. I was a fucking wreck. Like after watching it, like Patrick and my partner can attest to that. When I was watching it, and he came downstairs, and he was like, "Why are you crying?" And I'm like, "I don't understand." <laughs> you know, because it was just like I don't get emotional about movies unless it's drag related, because I can hold it in if it's like cancer or like you know something sad, like dementia or whatever. Like I can get past that. But if it's like a gay movie, it'll just wreck me. Mmm, so toasty. Let me get a little bit of that toast. So it's speaking of which, yeah, Shazza, you yeah. can give us a movie for next week. I'm just like I know a great movie because it's a it's a good Australian film movie, but it's a really like heavy film. Like which one? It, Called The Drover's Wife. I'm not going to ruin it, but it is about um, a woman woman standing by her rights. A lot, yeah. like, by the end of it. Um, yeah. And it's a really strong, powerful movie in regards to that factor. And especially um, regarding women's rights of it as well. Okay. So I have a conspiracy. I found mm-hmm. these. I was talking to my mom in the car today and I said to her, I still need to find a conspiracy theory. And she goes, okay. And I went, oh, you're driving. I'll pull my phone out of my pocket. So I pulled my phone out, typed in weird conspiracy stories and found this. We interrupt this broadcast for Cass's Conspiracy Corner. 
me tell you something. Okay. Satanic Reeboks. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Satanic Reeboks, as in the shoe, Reebok, right? Yeah. We affectionately refer to in the car as Reesifers. Okay. Yep. <laughs> okay. So there's a theory spreading across social media claims that a pair of Reebok shoes are satanic. Reebok in late January announced a new shoe in collaboration with a French luxury fashion house, Maison Mayella. The shoe known as Reebok Classic Leather Decote Tabi or Tabby. Okay, that's the name of the, the actual shoe. So <laughs> an Insta post about the shoe went mostly unnoticed outside of the shoe people. You know how fucking shoe. Sneakers. Yes, go on. Yeah. Okay. Uh, until a religious group on Facebook picked it up, right? Of course they so did. So the, face, the Facebook page Prophecy News told more than 635,000 followers that the month's old shoe were intended to resemble the hoofed feet of Baphomet or Baphomet, the goat deity often associated with the occult. Okay. Prophecy New believes the end of the world is near and warned their followers against wearing the shoes. This is a quote. Reebok's new shoes have Baphomet goat feet. The Facebook post also says the rules of the, the, rules of the world show more and more openly and clearly who they worship. Make sure to open your eyes and don't be caught up in their rituals. Images of the shoes have made their way to Twitter where others have protested Reebok. Reebok has Baphomet shoes? Question, exclamation, question, exclamation. One Twitter question, one Twitter, one person on Twitter question, right? I had to do a quick search to see if it was true that Reebok made a goat shoe. How disappointing that they are a part of the club. So the shoes design, however, has nothing to do with the occult. All right. It um, is openly stated that the name of the shoe is based on traditional Japanese footwear known as tabi. The shoe, which dates back to the 15th century, are known for their unique split between the big toe and the other toes. And I think you'll see in um, Japanese samurai type movies or whatever it is, you'll see the samurai wearing that. Yeah, that's a tabi. Mm -hmm. So despite the logical explanation, Profit News has declined to remove the conspiratorial post. Sorry. The Reesifers. People really are picking any lane at this point. They, they are. So the Reesifers or Devilbok. So Profit News, you're fucked in the head. <laughs> Seriously seriously fucked in the head if you think that a shoe has got something to do with the occult i mean come on seriously but yeah just a nice little quick one uh it amused my mother and i from our from the mall to our place which is a 10 minute drive i was reading it my mom was laughing we were just like what the hell is wrong with people in the world (laughs) so yeah there's my little conspiracy for the week Nothing major, just something a little silly. But profit news, 
Uh, those of you who are listening, I'm giving it the middle finger. I'm like, Robert, <laughs> you can fuck off. <laughs> so we now move on to this part of the pageant, which oh. is RuPaul's Drag Race Lip Sync Lollapalooza. Can I just say before we start this? Yeah, because I'm about to explode. Yep. Lucy, Susan, Lucci, we get it. <laughs> yep, I was actually, she's making me not like her. Yeah, just shut up. If you didn't win, you didn't win. Get over it. Anyway, that's but, all I have to say on that one. But, 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 but this is the episode I didn't know that I needed until I got it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, I was watching the pit stop with Bianca Del Rio and Brooklyn Heights after it and Bianca Del Rio said something and I totally agree she said this could be a show all on its own well wasn't celebrity RuPaul's basically this yeah but actual drag queens yeah but just like gladiator style just going for it until the final one like yeah but I didn't know I needed this episode until I saw it I got so excited about it I got so excited about it. I wrote notes and you know, I don't write notes. I wrote notes Mm. because there was so much happening Mm -hmm. and everything was just like, it was perfect for pride month. It was, it gave me that feeling, you know, when you take the plastic off a new tech, like a new phone, that Lucy DeLuca needs to fucking settle down, okay, bitch. You should be happy with the fact that you were safe. Do not come in and say that you should have won that challenge because you did not. The right person won that challenge. Hmm. And the thing is, like, but, like she's but, coming in with this personality that's literally like, oh, if I'm not winning, I'm losing. Or I loved like, her. Yeah. And now I want to go on. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, here's the thing. Like, with what happened, with the way it was set up in regards to it, I didn't agree with some of the partners that were put together. That's just a personal opinion. But I think by Lucy acting the way she is, she's not only discrediting herself as a performer, she's discrediting being safe. Because being safe isn't, like, it's not a bad thing. But it is, to a certain degree, it means you haven't completely, you know, gone 100%. But you are, you've gone enough that you've actually shown up and actually, you know, you've you've impressed them enough. And yes, we know it's done by the producers. We know that. But within reason, you know, like, you're not, they're not all withheld by producers. It's RuPaul's and the producers. And I never thought. I had a thought. She was giving me a slight Queen Kong vibe. I would have thought like more Thorgy Thor. Well, I was going there as well. I was going Thorgy Thor and Miss Fame. This is the first time that we got to see all of the drag queens lip sync in Mm. a season. Everyone. Right. It was, um, it was, you know, when you kind of 
get that little tickle thing going on. You go the whoo. Um, can I just start out by saying that I am possibly more in love with Sasha Colby now than I ever thought possible. Um, just for being Sasha Colby. I'm not, we're not even at the lip sync part yet. Okay. So it's basically the lip sync smackdown. Now, do we all agree that everybody thought that Spice is the easy kill? Yep. No. I did. No, but but the other contestants. Oh, what they, I'm saying everyone is they, did, yeah. They all thought that Spice was the easy kill, right? So then we get to, uh, what was it? Uh, who got picked first? The Malaysia I mean, versus Marsha Marsha. Yeah, so oh, Malaysia Malaysia chose Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. And Marsha killed it. Uh-huh. They lip-synced to Boys, Boys Don't, Don't Cry. Cry. Yeah. You could tell Marsha, Marsha, Marsha is theatre trained. Mm. You could tell that Marsha, Marsha, Marsha has had dance training. Mm-hmm. Um, I think. Malaysia showed herself in the foot. That's what she did. Malaysia did. And you know what? She shot herself in the foot so bad that she could not finish a high kick. Mm-hmm. That's how badly she shot herself in the foot. Like you're doing old school drag and there's nothing wrong with old school drag because old school drag is, and it's not even about it being old. It's just, you know, um, it's the different point of view on how someone goes into drag. Am I right? Yeah. yeah. But please do not think that you're, you rate yourself when, Eureka, who is a lot bigger than Malaysia, no problem getting a high kick done. Mm. It was the leg and then the head had to bend to make it look like it was a high kick. <laughs> what Malaysia, this is this is the note that I wrote down. Remember the talent show bitch. And the reason why I say that is remember Marsha, Marsha, Marsha did the ballet mm-hmm. um, ode to Ross Matthews. Mm-hmm. Oh, I absolutely thought Marsha was going to smack her down. Did did she not? Did she like block that out of her memory or something? I don't Probably. know. I think she was so focused on not going against uh, who's the other bigger one? Mistress. No, not yeah. no. She is mistress. Was no, mistress. Malaysia. No, mistress. Which mistress. Was Malaysia. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She was so focused on not going against mistress that she just put had blinders on. But then she's like, "Spice is the easy choice, and I don't want to make it look like I'm going for the easy choice." I'm like, "Well, yeah. you just fucking pick the hardest choice. So suck then, because I don't like you." Bye bye. Yeah. yeah, but we can all agree that everybody also knew that the the one or two people that you don't want to go up against was Sasha and Anitra. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. Right. So it was kind of, and the more that I was, the more this was happening, the more I'm going, mm. but so then uh, Lucy was picked next mm. and she decided she wanted to kill Bambi and picked Spice. Which I think they both should have been saved. Like no, I think they did really well. I'm totally disagreeing. And I do not agree that Lucy should have won. Spice had a little bit more in it. And I think Spice should have won. I don't think it should have been a double save. I, I think Lucy should have, but that's me. And well, this is from someone who liked Lucy. It's more the fact that because Spice lost and I still, I think Spice should have won, but if they both were saved, I would have 
liked that as well. But I, Lucy Luduka, I don't like her anymore, so I don't really care. Yeah, no, I, I did, it, this was someone who was a Lucy fan in the beginning, right? I just like their interaction. Hmm. I mean, that's the thing. Like, I, I think the thing is, like, watching from an objective perspective, like, watching them go through the competition, the one thing I will say about Lucy and Spice separately, like, Lucy's attitude has slowly been growing to be quite unlikable because it's mm-hmm. because of what she's putting, like, out there. But with Spice, she's grown, but, like, she's delivering, as Michelle said, she's delivering the same sort of vibe every single time. And I think yeah. I think that's not necessarily a bad thing because she's doing Spice. Mm. And it's the same thing Karen did. Karen did Karen. Yeah. You know, and I think the thing is that's what sugar and spice are. They're sugar and spice. They They're have not- a brand. Like, yeah. it's hard um, for them to get out of that brand. But yeah. plus they don't have a lot of actual club performing experience. They're not old enough. All. Well, that's right. So yeah. how are they going to be able to get out of the thing that they're constantly doing that's annoying Michelle, obviously, now until they get the exposure? The show is actually giving them the exposure. Now, mm-hmm. I know RuPaul has said in the past, this isn't a school, we're not here to teach you. But mm-hmm. RuPaul knew that they have no performing experience and it's all just TikTok. Mm-hmm. So this one's this one's back on you. Uh, what is it? What is it? Uh, Bianca calls it RuTaul. I feel very strongly I'm going to introduce the next lip sync with Lux versus Selena. It's all coming back to me now. It's literally all coming back to me now. Lux's outfit, ugh, giving me boy face. If I had to wear something like that, you'd hear like a seal clapping as I'm walking because mm-hmm. my badge would be hanging out either side. <laughs> but anyway, I loved how Sasha couldn't help herself in the background. She was just like hitting that yeah. high notes with that. It's great song. Yeah. Also, yeah. seeing the same fucking wig, that same Forty inch uh, the 40-inch wig. Again? Yeah. Why, as a drag queen, are you wearing flat hair? It's not even got a little tease in it. That's the thing. Look like a boy. Mm-hmm. But, so, the highlight of the nose, the flat wig, all of this other stuff, right? Um, Selena STD. So, you can do the show. You can do that song two ways. You can go the way that Lux did and do the whole emotions and all of that, or you can do what was the eventual winner. Mm. You can do the campy version of it. The reason why I want to get to this point is, did you see the wig flip when she found out that she didn't win? Did no. you see I need that? to watch that again. Uh, uh, she whipped the head around. like There was like a wig flip and you could see it. And then when she went to the back of the stage, she had stink face for days. Days. Suck shit with your 40 yes. fucking wig. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. Selena, here's the genuine thing. When she first came in, I did not expect to like her so much. I love the same. I Can started I off loving her. Can I say she paints very pretty? Mm-hmm. And her like, outfits are great. Mm-hmm. I feel that she's been undervalued yep that's it, the was like, um, it was the same with Marsha though like when I first saw Marsha 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 walk in I was like mm. Queen. I'm kind of getting <laughs> over Marsha 
No, but like oh, she's I... done more for me. I think yeah. one thing that I will say about Marsha is that like I I find so funny the constant bullying. It's like put on more makeup. Uh, but, like it's making me laugh because like she is putting on more makeup, and I'm like, if you're not noticing her putting on like more like line work and more blush and more of it, all of this and putting full frostbite across your body, I'm like, well, that's fucking makeup. Can I can I say she? So she put on more makeup this week, and I looked at it and went, might want to go back to less makeup. <laughs> I love less makeup. I like the previous episode. Like the she, soft- she, her eyes were very like the the bat wings or whatever it is. They were it, it was everything was too pointy. The eye makeup was far too pointy and made it look really really harsh. I'm not one who paints and I'm not one who wears makeup, but I recognize when it doesn't look right and it didn't look right with her. Mm-hmm. But it's because one, she's not used to that type of makeup. Two, yeah. like she, she's literally like I think. Probably heard two episodes ago before this episode and before the last episode, the episode before that, that was where she should have stopped with her makeup. Because I think yeah. the thing is her style of makeup lends to her character. And I think the the constant pushing from Michelle about it is literally having an effect on her quality of makeup. Because, even yeah. RuPaul's uh, ganging up on her now, I guess, yeah. about yeah. it. And I'm just like, I think the thing is like, Send messages to her while she's not even on stage. Yeah. That, I don't think she's ever done that. Ever. Never. No. So, but moving on. So Done. the next one who gets picked is Mistress, who picks Jax. Mm-hmm. That was and the they lip sync. They lip synced to ye oldie school, Taylor Dane, tell it to me heart. Okay. I think that we all knew that Mistress was going to know the words to this song, mm-hmm. right? Jax was out of her element, but it's uh, Jax chose a song. Jax still, like, the girl can choreograph. Oh, yeah. Oh, like, she can. But, she just ran but, into a juggernaut. But the problem is there is also a distinction between dancing and gymnastics and at some point she's doing gymnastics she throws her body around a lot she gives me very queen kong versus beverly kills energy side of soul. I, I still haven't got over the side of soul. <laughs> i still can't get it but, the then, barrel roll. But, but the barrel roll but then you know mistress just did that elegant or not elegant but classy just the one split right at the end yeah. Knowing full well she was getting outdanced, but a lot and a lot of people have been saying it now. Bring back the old drag where you fucking lip sync, you find the nuance of the song, you take the breaths at the right moment, you do all of that other stuff. You because do the jump split at the is, right moment. Exactly. And you you do that. But see, the thing is, so by the time we get to this lip sync, Jax has already lip synced for a life twice. Mm. Right? So in order to stay on the show, she was having to throw everything she could at it. What's happening now in this lip sync is she threw in the kitchen sink. She's gone for the bathroom sink. She's gone for the backyard sink as well because she's basically just those two lip syncs combined. Let's throw it into a performance to try and get myself through, right? But 
here is the best part of it. The girls in the back watching it. And, of course, the TV goes off so you don't find out who won. Did you see about five faces crack when Mistress walked in? Yeah. Why were they shocked? They thought Jack's got it. No, I know that, but why? Yeah. Like, why were they shocked? I Mistress totally won that for me. I don't understand mm-hmm. why they were shocked. Like, Lucy couldn't, like, just look, she was a moving glory hole until she sat down. Yeah. And Mistress was like, oh, you're shocked? But here's the best part. Mistress is like, what are you mad at? <laughs> like, yeah. you can see the <laughs> like, what are you mad at? <laughs> you knew I was going to give it to you. But it was how everyone, when she walked in, everyone went, oh, like this. And I went, were you guys watching the same lipstick that I was watching? Yeah. I love Marsha in her confessional telling Mistress to go fuck herself. And then she tried to take it back. I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. And then she's like, don't put that in there. <laughs> There's like somebody in there, but also like you know, Mistress would have laughed at that when she actually saw her. Yeah, of like, course, of course. Like, like I would have laughed at that. Like you know, when she pulled off, it's like oh, that's funny. Can but, I just um, mention when they get like to backstage and they're all like this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're, not, they're, they're trying to like look at everybody and they don't look at their straw, so they're like. <laughs> <laughs> And it's like, I'm not going to react. Just leave me out of it. <laughs> oh, like, so, I think the entire season's been like that. Though. It's like, I'm going to avoid any eye contact anytime there's any sort of conflict. Mm. They're like... <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. They're just like... <laughs> <laughs> but the best part about all of this is, and there was, no, I don't think there was any intention, but it just so happened, it set it up for what could possibly go into the top three lip syncs of all time. Please, you don't think that was set up? Why couldn't oh. we see the balls? Why couldn't we see fair call rotating? Fair call. However, I don't fucking care if it was set up. Top three lip syncs of all time. Also, both those outfits, my flaps would be making a round of applause as I'm <laughs> Right. I, I know. And... You know, we were I, we were going to be able to find out what everybody had for lunch if it was anybody else but those two. Yeah. Right. So, I once the whole thing with um, uh, Mistress and Jax was done. As soon as Mistress went, Jax, I went, oh, what happened before the end of the season? Oh my god! I think it's Sasha. I was like. And then all I kept going was, please, Sasha, please, Sasha, please, Sasha, please, Sasha, please, Sasha. At the same time, I was, I was going, please, Anitra, please, Anitra, please, Anitra. <laughs> but, oh, and- it was such a rigor morris in it, though. Like, you, like, we knew that we wanted, like, they knew that we wanted to see Sasha and Anitra. They knew it. Like, the producers and Rue knew it. Like, it's just, yeah. you couldn't resist it. But, I'll like, what, though, it solidifies. If one or both of them do not end up in the top four, there's going to be a riot. Yeah. And I don't even think, and it's got nothing to do with is it rigged or anything like that. The two of them showed the reason why they should be in the top four. Mm-hmm. Hmm. 100%. I mean, my 100% front runner is Sasha. Like, I genuinely believe she can go all the way to the top without any issues and she's going to win. I do too, but. 
and nature is becoming and nature's becoming the silent like she's she's the ambusher she's just coming out and it's not that she's coming out of nowhere it's just she had that really great first week with the walking of the fucking dark right and then she's kind of been like safe plateauing and then and then she just yeah she went back up so it i would have been more than happy with a double save i was happy obviously with the outcome there was no way that sasha was not going to win um and you only had to watch the lip sync to see that they can rig it all they want and they can set it up all they want. Those two bitches put it out there on that runway and fucking knocked it out of the park. Exactly. She the problem is duck. she did walk that fucking duck. The thing is it should have been a double save. Yeah, oh but God, then, yeah. but yeah. then, but then it um, was Spice it- and Malaysia. Yes. And, oh, my God, can I just say, I love how Spice chose the song and was like, she's not going to know the words. She's she like, know the hold words. on a second. I don't know the words. I don't know the words. <laughs> I'm sabotaging you. Oh, shit. I've sabotaged but he, myself. But that's what makes her become even more endearing. Where I, she was like, I loved it. She's halfway through the lip sync and went, oh, shit, I don't even know the words either. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing, like. The, the delusion of Lux versus the delusion of Spice, two different things. But the thing, yeah. Spice isn't delusional as more clueless. Like, she's the Cher Horowitz of drag. Yeah, literally. Like, but yeah. It's, like, it's, it's like camp delusion versus, like, complete delusion. You yeah. know, like, 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 the delusion is like, I am I <laughs> Like, versus the, I am everything. You know, you if know. there's a deer caught in front of headlights, it's uh, spice, and you just want to drag her out of the way of the headlights. You don't want to get hit by it. And I feel that she should have won. Oh. Yeah. 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 She should have won the first one. So yes. she shouldn't have been oh, in there yeah. anyway. And yeah, then Lucy Laduca just looked shocked every time someone came in the room. Like, I, just... think, I think Lucy Laduca thinks she's just going to win it by default now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Overall, I hated Jax's outfit. She looked oh, like uh, a circus performer. Right. I mean, to be fair, they all wear more very chaotic outfits for this, but it's because it's a lip sync for loser. Well, the, the the thing was, didn't Rue say you need to get your best Lala Perusa lip sync? Like, you can't, you don't know if you're lip syncing to slow or, you know, so you might as well just go with what's comfortable and what you know you can perform in. But see, <laughs> besides Lux actually sucking, she didn't dress for the lip sync. Lip sync. She had to keep adjusting. Mm. Yeah. Her outfit. Well, this was basically yeah. a fucking tablecloth, if that. It was. It, it wasn't a tablecloth. It was a. Te- it was a tea towel. Yeah. It was a half price. It was a half price sale toga. Is what it was. Yeah. Do you think yeah. Anitra choosing to save Spice was a social media move? No. I think it no. was strategic. Or no. a fairness move, considering Jax had already been a- twice. It was mm-hmm. a fairness move, and here is why. Because we we know Anitra is very good. So when you're looking at the two of them, Jax is the one who is more equal to you. Now, mm. here is the thing, and this is where I'm going to really give it to Anitra. That is a confident bitch. She went, you know what? I could take Bambi out mm. and everything would be fine. But then that leaves somebody who could possibly get me out, right? Or win. So, or win. 
So then what happens is she goes, you know what? I actually can back myself enough to know that I can leave Spice in for another couple of episodes and let her have a little bit of fun. I can take out the one who has already knocked two people out. Mm. Mm. And it was a smart move on her part. Like, oh, absolutely. I, I agree. Like, we know Spice's days are numbered. Yeah, we know yeah. that. But she utilised what she knew she could knock her out. You know, she knew she could do that that with either one of them. But she chose to keep Spice in because, one, fan favourite. Two, sweet and innocent. And three, like, it may come back and actually help her for saving her. Because she didn't even think she was going to stay. Yeah. Like she, she was like, "Oh my god, I was so surprised." I'm like, "So were we, bitch? So were we?" <laughs> I actually, then, I actually wasn't, because even no, when Anitra in her confessional was like, "Did you really think that I would?" Like, no. you're not, I mean, you're not going to do it because you know that Spice isn't going all the way. You just no. know. So let her have her little like no. day out in the sun. But then yeah, Spice let just shat all over Anitra, and when she came back into like, the did you see it in the untucked where she was like i wrote you off yeah <laughs> i wrote you off after week one <laughs> jack versus anitra you really don't know who's gonna win and that was a hell of a fucking lip sync i knew who was it... gonna win yeah, well, oh, like, I had a feeling, but... we knew was who was going to win but so this is where jack's performance was more gymnastics than dance yeah and that's why i was saying like she needs to she needs to figure out the fine line intricacies of what makes drag drag. Mm. And, you know, you can't, you can't just be throwing your body around all the time. A, your body's not going to last that long, but B, people like us are getting sick and tired of seeing it. Mm-hmm. Just, stand, just stand out on a fucking stage for fuck's sake. And just, you know, so the right person went and we've been mm. hanging out for Jack's to go for ages. Yeah, I mean, like I liked her, but I think the thing is she bored me a little bit, and I think that's the thing. Like she gave me no, boy body, she didn't pad properly, her makeup was crap, and her wigs, especially she, in that last episode, that last wig was not good. She was mean to sugar, and I didn't yeah. like it. It was very mean girl, and mm. that's when. Like, I stopped liking Jax because I liked it. She skipped her hair. It was unique. It was fun. But then that was all she did. Yeah, it was just, like, that was the entire, like, that's the thing. Like, we're never going to like every single one. We know that. It's not that I don't like them as a person, though. Like, I'm sure they're great people. No, just for drag race. Yeah. it's, it's 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 a contest at the end of the day, and we have to be a bit more brutal about it. But like, and that's the thing, like, I will say with this season entirely though, it's been a very strong season. Like overall, like every single one of them has had their moment in the sun to actually shine. So it comes down to two questions. Mm. All right. And then we'll move on to the locals because I can see Haley's getting tired. Mm. Uh, Who do you think's going home next week? And who are your top three right now? Well, my top three, I can tell you. I'm not sure about who's going home, but my top three, mm, I want to say Selena, but I like Selena, but I'm not sure. She's still a bit with me. Um, Sasha Colby, Anitra. It would be between Marsha and Selena for me for the third one because they re- like. There's a reason. There's a reason I'm holding out on Marsha because I've seen her grow, and I think yeah. the thing is like, 
I feel like if she turns it out over a few more episodes, she may be potentially in top three. Mm-hmm. Selena, on the other hand, from like second episode, she has constantly improved and yeah. she's constantly brought something that I didn't expect. Like that fucking rap she did for the talent show. Like I was like, yeah. I was like, where'd that yeah. come from, bitch? That's good. They might top three and a half, I would say, just because I'm, I, they're sort of in and out with me, those two. Yep. Um, going home, personally, I think Lux or Lucy. Okay. Really, um, same question. Top three, who's going home? But aren't we doing top four? Because don't they take four in? They do, but I want top three. I don't want top three. Okay, fine. Um, so Sasha, Selena S. Titties, and Mistress Baby Do- No, Mistress, not Baby Doll Fox. I can't stand okay. her. Mistress. So, okay. going, uh, so Spice is going home. home. Yeah. I don't want her to, but she. I think she will. Mm-hmm. For me, I think Spice is going home, but I think RuPaul also recognizes that a big name, a shock hasn't happened yet. Mm-hmm. So it's either a big name or it's a double next week. They that have to start be. getting rid of people. They do. Yeah. Uh, my top I three, hope Lux goes, just saying. I, I, I hope Lux goes too, but my top three, I really would just want to say Sasha Colby, Sasha Colby, Sasha Colby. But um, Sasha Colby, so I think we're pretty much almost all in agreement. Sasha Colby, Anitra, and I've got Selena now. Selena's jumped up yeah. into the top three. Um, but I never discount the smaller ones, though. That's the thing. Like with me, well, no. I've got much in the right. Yeah, I just don't think thing. Anitra's getting through on the acting challenges. So the the impromptu stuff. No, but they won't have as many. Um, okay. but. If Sasha Colby does not make top four, I will boycott RuPaul's Drag Race until the I next season starts. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, no. Otherwise it defeats the purpose of the podcast, right? Yeah. <laughs> so we're just going to get to the uh, local ones. It's pretty, there are so many going on right now. So I just kind of went, whatever. So we've got a World Pride event, the 2nd of March at Taronga Zoo, uh, the Drag Gala, which I realized I spelt wrong. Sorry, Hayley. With Spanky Jackson, Karen from Finance, Kid Amin, Carla from Bankstown, Coco Jumbo, Electra Shock, Hugo Girl, California Kate. Oh, uh, California. Yeah. Um, Molly Poppins, Sabrina Baby Slut, and Space Horse. And me and my wife, we're going to be there. Then we've got on the 4th of March, we've got the Poof Doof Drag Brunch at the Coogee Pavilion with Dominique Top, also featuring Callan Klein, Dammit Janet, Far Enough, and Can't Afford. So then we have Slater, uh, Slayer on Saturday nights with Maxi Shield at the Oxford. Shows are at 8 and 9 p.m. Pride Soiree. This is where uh, my wife, myself, and Haley will be attending uh, next uh, Saturday the 4th. At the Vanguard at Newtown, the Pride Soiree with Charismatic. That's the one we're at. Then we have our wonderful, lovely, who was on the morning show this week, the fabulous Wonder Mama, was on a cooking segment. Yeah. Uh, Drink and draw with the drag queen with the fabulous Wonder Mama, the 3rd of March at Dremoyne, the 4th of March at Parramatta, which is a World Pride event, the 31st of March at Rhodes, and the 28th of April at Dremoyne. 
Then we have Kath and Kim drag bingo with Prada Clutch and Conchita Grande, the 11th of March at DYRSL Club, the 22nd of April at North Camaray, and the 29th of April at Wenty Leagues. Also got I'm Queer, Get Into It on Thursdays at 10 p.m. at Universal with Space Horse, Eli Crawford, and Tina Bickey. Now, all of the drag queens, except for a few, must be up in Sydney because I couldn't find anything. So the one and only one we've got for Melbourne is Flamingo Bingo at Low of Moorabbin on the 3rd of March with Tyranny and Ivana Kebab. Doors open at 7 p.m. Balls drop at 8 p.m. Okay, so uh, once again, we come to the end of our uh, show. We cool. want to thank our lovely co-host slash will-be roving reporter, the lovely Shazza Stone. Uh, don't forget to hit like and subscribe on YouTube and don't forget to listen to us on all of the podcasts. We still can't get off 27 subscribers. Like this is just hell on wheels, man. Like just one more. Just give us something, man. Um, and uh, as as always uh, during Pride uh, Month, please stay safe. Uh, if you can't stay safe, name it after me. Um, and don't get yourself arrested. Um, and Haley, is there anything that you would like to say before we finish? In the famous words of James L. Jones, this is CNN. <laughs> Shazza, can you, can you, can you, can you, can you top that? Do you have any words? <clears throat> Bye. <laughs> <laughs>